everybody. Welcome to the Selling From Why podcast. I'm your host, Andrew James, and on today's episode, we are going to be exploring one of the most important questions I get asked by many listeners, as well as by most of the people that I've ever had a chance to work directly with, train, or develop in the PEO industry. How do we collect docs from our prospect? What are some of the ways that you can simplify the document collection process? How do you make it easier on the prospect? How do you overcome those refusals or a reluctant document collection individual? And what are some of the tricks that you might be able to employ to ensure that your document collection process goes smoothly? I'm your host again, Andrew James. This is the Selling From My Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe, as well as go out and get a copy of my book. It is available on Kindle Marketplace, as well as on Amazon.com. That's the Selling From Why book. It's a PEO-dedicated story, and it definitely does a great job of diving much deeper into some of the processes, methods, tips, and tricks that we discuss on this program. Thanks again for joining. Let's go ahead and get started. So as we begin this episode of talking about document collection in the PEO sales process, I want to start out by making sure that every listener understands a couple of things. Firstly, the method of document collection that I train or that I coach for the PEO professionals that I work directly with may not fall in line directly with the, the process or the method that is taught by your PEO. For many PEOs, the idea of document collection is something that is trained very, very rigidly. It's a very regimented process. So understand that the method that I am, I am introducing here may fly in the face of that specific type of training. I do not want to get anybody in trouble. If you are being told to handle document collection a very specific way, I would advise you to follow what your PEO, your leaders, your managers are telling you. But for those of you who may have flexibility or who have been in the industry for a long time and are looking for new ways to approach document collection, this is a podcast for you. The second thing I want to make sure that my listeners understand about document collection is like everything in sales, there is not one dedicated way that's always going to work. In other words, you might have a way that's very successful for you. If it works, keep doing it. If it isn't working, and again, you're looking for a new way to, to reinvent this process for yourself or get better at document collection, I hope this podcast can help you, but I cannot guarantee that this method is going to work for you. I have simply trained it to many of my sales professionals, and it has been very, very successful for them. And the last thing I want to say about document collection is this. It is hard work. It is frustrating. It is not only frustrating for you, it's also frustrating for your prospects. Don't be afraid to admit that document collection is one of the toughest parts of the sales process, right behind getting that first appointment to begin with. I think that those are two of the hardest parts of being in a PEO sales. Getting your front end activity high enough that you can have enough at bats to really be successful and then once you're in front of that business owner and you've had a great meeting, you've had a great initial conversation, collecting documents is just hard. So today's podcast is going to explore some of the ways that I help my sales teams and sales professionals approach document collection. Having said that, I want to begin by really addressing what I think is the reason why document collection doesn't go well initially. And I think there are two reasons why document collection fails for most sales processes. 
The first reason I believe document collection fails is probably the easiest and the simplest one to understand. It's the idea that the prospect isn't that interested. The issue is not that the prospect doesn't know what documents you've asked for. It's not that the prospect isn't aware of where they can go to find the documents you've asked for. It's that they simply don't want to give you the documents because they were not that interested in the first place. The second reason why document collection fails, in my opinion, most times is because we have scared the prospect by asking for a large amount of information, the sheer volume of information that we're asking for very early on in a very complex sales process. I believe those are the two primary reasons why our document collection fails. Either the prospect is not interested enough to spend the time collecting the documents or the prospect just does not necessarily believe that sharing that kind of information this early at this early stage in the sales process is truly worthwhile. So we're going to tackle each of those pieces individually. Now, I do agree that there probably is a third reason why document collections can fail, and that can be uh, an unfamiliarity with the documents, not sure where they are, not sure who within the business, especially in larger companies, has that information. And oftentimes, especially with a newer salesperson, there may be some, some lack of clarity in the description or the information that's being presented as to what documents need to be gathered. But I believe that the two primary issues always fall back on they're not interested enough or they don't want to share that kind of information this early on. So we're going to tackle those two first before talking about the method that you can employ to work around a a prospect who is somewhat reticent to give that information out. Let's start with our first of those two points. The idea that your prospect is just not that interested. In order to understand this a little bit better, let's look at how many sales processes after the initial meeting, after the IM, go for a lot of our PEO sales professionals. So the sales professional will return to the office having just conducted an initial meeting and will begin the process of attempting to collect documents. Now, if you're lucky, you've collected some of those documents right away on the spot with your prospect. But for many people, what you'll get at the end of that initial meeting is a potential interest to send that, those documents. You'll hear prospects often say, leave me a list of the information that you need and I'll have my administrator or my HR professional or my office manager gather that information up or they will say, email me the list and, and I'll make sure I get it to you. And in a lot of cases, what happens is you don't get any of it, right? I think that is probably one of the most frustrating things that a salesperson in the PEO industry can have happen. I feel like I had a great first meeting, a great IM with my prospect, and now it's been two weeks. I haven't gotten any information back from them. I, I don't know if they're going to follow up with me. Maybe the prospect's even gone dark at this point. And it becomes a very, very frustrating thing to, to go through. So my first thing I'm going to say to those of you in the industry out there who are already selling, rule number one, stop bugging your prospect for docs. Just stop. I, I have seen so many even, even experienced, tenured PEO sales professionals who two weeks, three weeks after the their initial meeting are still sending emails and still calling the prospect saying, hey, I haven't gotten any docs, didn't know if you got the list I sent you, don't know when you're going to have that available, just want to follow up, when am I going to get those docs? Stop. Don't do that. 
I will tell you right now, your prospect is fully aware of the fact that they have not sent you any of your documents. You continuously harassing them and hounding them, asking for those documents is not going to get you the docs any faster. Chances are it's actually going to do the exact opposite, frustrate your prospect and send them running to the hills. So what do we do in a situation where we, where we have a prospect who does not seem to want to give us our documents? Let's go back to what we said initially. The idea here is not that the prospect doesn't know where these docs are. It's not that they've just forgotten to send them to you, although maybe that can be the case very rarely. It's a lack of interest. What has happened is you have not created enough engagement with the prospect in order to get them to want to commit to giving you documents. That is the first thing I can tell you. The issue is not the documents. The issue is the level of interest by the prospect. Now let's use a dating analogy here as I like to use to, to give a better kind of clarity or better kind of understanding as to what I mean by this. If you go on a first date with a guy, a girl, whatever it might be, at the end of the first date, chances are having gone well, you might say, when can I see you again? I feel like this date went very well. I'd love to see you again. When can, I, when can we meet again? And you'll put something on the schedule. Now, if that person says, hey, I don't know, I, I'm, I might be traveling or I'm not around next week, I'll have to let you know, you leave the date, you might be a little bit wishy-washy. Did the other person really truly enjoy that date with me? Now what happens from here? Do you begin calling that person? Hey, I haven't heard from you. When am I seeing you again? What, what, what can we do next? Can we go see a movie? Can I take you out to dinner? Whatever the case may be. Do you begin to continuously hound that person? Chances are, after one or two attempts, you would probably stop and get the hint, this person just wasn't that interested. And that's the issue that we have in our, many of our sales processes. You get done with the initial meeting, you leave the meeting, you start asking for docs and you realize you're not getting them. The issue is not the documents, the issue is the level of interest. So how do we re-engage our prospect at this point in order to ensure that we can go back and get documents? Assuming this prospect is a great company, it's a great potential client, we love the idea of working with them, they've got all of the needs, goals, reasons to join a PEO, we really wanna do business with this prospect, how do we re-engage them at that point? The first thing I suggest you do is once again, stop calling, stop emailing, asking for docs, Start trying to get back in front of the prospect. This is really where the idea of the sales process can help. The idea that you're going to end your initial meeting not with a request for documents, but a request for another meeting. Well, using that dating analogy, you're asking for a second date. So the first thing is, if you're not getting documents between your initial meeting and the first step in your sales process, let's assume it's your analysis meeting, then chances are, by the time you get to your analysis meeting, what's the first conversation you're gonna have with that prospect? Hey, we're beginning the process of document collection. I wanna conduct this analysis, but before I jump into the analysis, I haven't received any documents from you. Can we go ahead and get that some of that done now? That's a great way around this. But the other reality is, again, you have failed to create enough interest and engagement with the prospect. So chances are what you need to do is stop asking for documents and start creating engagement and alignment with your prospect again. If you have a prospect who is not giving you documents, reach back out to them with some new piece of information, some new uh, relevant documents that you wanna share with them. Remember, this is a mutual evaluation. Recreate the engagement for the prospect. 
go back through your notes. Maybe this was a prospect that had a great deal of need to uh, expand into a new location, to improve their hiring techniques, to mitigate some of the risk of, of being a business owner. Get back in front of them by mentioning, hey, I'd love to share a piece of information I came across in, in my system the other day related to any one of those, those pieces that we've learned about in the initial meeting. Ask if you can drop some of that information off. Send it in an email. Bring it to the analysis. Whatever the case may be, you need to re-engage the prospect, not bother them for documents. So again, the big issue here is understanding that the prospect is not giving you the documents because of a lack of interest, not because they don't know what the documents are or where to find them. You need to create engagement again. Find something that you believe is going to be a value add to the conversation and get it back in front of that prospect. However you have to do it, again, emailing, calling, dropping it off, sending it an article in LinkedIn. Re-engage the conversation and go back to focusing on the engagement with the prospect, not on document collection. That is the biggest piece of advice I can give to salespeople out there is focus on building engagement, not document collection. Let's assume though that you have a very engaged prospect who seems incredibly interested. He or she has expressed a great deal of interest. You've shared your PEO story. You've asked for collaboration. You've explained the steps of the sales process. You have even scheduled your next meeting the following week with this person as well as maybe members of their, their staff or team to begin the analysis. And you get to that point where you say, I want to ask for documents and you immediately get pushback from this prospect. Let's, let's understand why you're getting that pushback potentially. In a lot of cases, we are introducing a very foreign or very new idea to a prospect, to a business owner. In the span of 30 minutes, we have introduced all of these new concepts, new ideas to them that they may or may not have any familiarity with. And then we conclude by asking them for a significant amount of information, a very significant amount of information especially if you have a business that is larger, potentially over 100 employees, a business that has created some uh, customized way of approaching things like their healthcare or workers comp, maybe they are using a self-insured program, maybe they are part of a workers compensation captive, maybe they have multiple entities, multiple EINs. Th there could be a lot of complexity in the document collection process and we have spent 30 minutes with this prospect and now we are asking for a considerable amount of that information. Think about that in terms of how the business owner might potentially feel. They don't know you. They might not even know your business at all. You've introduced a foreign idea and you are asking for so much from them at this point. Here's my piece of advice to you. Stop. Stop asking for so much information in one go. Remember, we have a potential 30 or 40 day sales process. We do not need all of that information today. What we are asking for, what we should be asking for, is a few pieces of information initially. And from there, we can begin to assemble some sort of understanding, and as we go through the remainder of our sales process, we can dig in and ask for more information. Now, let me give an example of what I mean by this or how this can potentially work, as it is something that I feel is very, very effective or a very effective way to handle document collection, especially with your larger, more complex business clients when they begin pushing back early on in the amount of information needed. I brought up an example of an analysis I conducted several years ago with a media company that I worked with that was in many, many states. 
I was brought into the prospect on a Friday and I had a proposal for them within about a week and a half. This was a large company, about 200 employees. When I first sat down with this prospect on a Friday afternoon, it was about three o'clock in the afternoon. It was very, very late. I had been brought in by a broker who told me about this emergency situation this prospect was in as the HR person had just walked off the job just a few days prior. I sat down with this president of this business and really began understanding why this business was in existence, what their goals were. This was a company that I think I'd mentioned had received a, a large amount of liquid capital from a venture capital company and was really looking to expand. The president and the sales team needed to be dedicated to that expansion and not spending their time worrying about HR or the internal employment of their business. Now, the initial meeting went perfectly. It was a great opportunity, a great business traditional PEO sales training would have you believe that at the end of that initial meeting I should have begun asking for documents but again this was a very very large company 200 and something employees multiple states multiple EINs with no dedicated HR person as that person had just left how was I going to gather the documents had I asked that president for that information the answer would have been I don't know where that information is I don't know how to get it for you the information is all over the place so what do we do to gather or round up that amount of information from such a large prospect keep in mind because of the size and the complexity of this business we were gonna need pieces of information like payroll reports historic payroll data years of loss runs workers comp declaration page healthcare invoices census data renewal information plan information there was a lot of information now that is a huge ask after spending only 30 minutes with a very, very large company that is desperately looking for a solution to the complexities of employment, presenting a great deal of complexity or requesting a great deal of work at this early stage is only going to result in a pretty large amount of pushback from your prospect. This is where the sales process begins to really help. In last week's episode when we talked about the analysis, I explained the analysis I conducted for this business where I spent about three full days meeting with countless members of the business. I met with not only the CFO and a administrative person, uh, an accounts payable person who was handling payroll, I also met with many of the executive team leads, the VP of sales, the VP of marketing, where I was able to gather a lot of information about the employment of the company, the infrastructure of the company. During that sales process, during that analysis process, I also used those conversations to have a very natural approach to document collection. So for instance, when I was sitting down with the accounts payable person who was in charge of payroll, I was able to gather the payroll information from them. It became a very natural part of the conversation. What's going on with your payroll? How is it working? What systems are you using? How long does it take to do it? What kind of reports do you generate? What kind of reports do you need to generate? Walk me through all of that, and at the same time, I'm asking to see that information. I'm gathering that information as I conduct my sales analysis. At the same time, I actually was able to gather the healthcare information from their vice president of sales. When we talked about the onboarding process of the sales individuals for the company, we also began talking about what does onboarding look like, how do you introduce healthcare, 401k, retirement information, all of those things, and that VP of sales actually reaches into the drawer and pulls out this onboarding packet they received from their, from their broker that had all of this great healthcare information in it. So I was able to get a lot of that information from them. The CFO had access to the invoices for healthcare. Now, 
That does not mean that early on in your sales process, in your initial meeting, you don't want to ask for nothing. It doesn't mean you get to the end of that, that first meeting and just walk out of the room. Yes, we're seeking collaboration. Yes, we're using the mutual evaluation to get them engaged in our sales process so that they are learning about us as we learn about them, but it doesn't mean that we just simply stop there. What I train my sales team to do and the sales professionals I work with within the PEO industry is to ask for two things at the end of every initial meeting, a payroll report and a workers' comp declaration page. And there's a reason why I ask for those two pieces of information. First, the payroll report and the workers' comp declaration page give us valuable information about the business that helps us to ensure that this is a business that we are going to be able to do business with. This is a company that is the, within the right appetite of our PEO. Our workers' comp declaration page is going to give us total estimated payroll for the year. It's going to give us a list of all of the class codes that the business is currently covering and help us ensure that we can write all of those class codes. At the same time, if you get the right payroll invoice, you can begin creating a census for the prospect. You can match up the payroll of that invoice against the estimated payroll on the workers' comp page. You're getting a lot of good information out of that out of those two documents that helps you determine, can I work with this business? What is this business going to look like financially for me as well? Now there's another reason I ask for those two documents. The traditional business that you work with is going to have those kind of pieces of information relatively on hand. Those are not hard to find documents. They are generally easy to locate as most business owners will know where they're going to store those two pieces of information regardless of how savvy or not savvy they are about HR. They know where that information is. Those are the two pieces of information I ask for out of every prospect. Now there's another thing that goes along with that. In almost all cases of PEO sales, you will be required to get loss runs for your prospect. Once you have the workers' comp declaration page, you can either create a workers' comp loss run request letter and ask the prospect to sign it the next time you meet with them so you can forward it on to the carrier to begin collecting the workers' comp loss runs, or in some cases, get approval to go ahead and do that for them on their behalf to save them some time. I advise you always attempt to collect loss runs for your prospect on their behalf if at all possible. So that's the reason why we use those two pieces of information right out of the gate. But again, the big thing that I want to, to make sure that the listeners are, are aware of is use your analysis, use your sales process to gather documents. Do not ask for them all at once right out of the gate after your initial meeting. You will generally get a lot of pushback. Ask for a couple of quick pieces of information that are generally on hand, easy to locate, and help you begin your evaluation of the business and at the same time, you're also getting those pieces of information as a commitment from your prospect that they are truly engaged. Now, there are some potential pushbacks you will get even from that, so let's, let's look at those next. If you get to the end of your initial meeting with your prospect, you have created engagement, you have used alignment to, to build that idea of collaboration, you've committed to an analysis meeting next week with this prospect, you've understood why they're in business and what their goals are, you've explained properly what it is that the PEO could potentially do and why the PEO is in business, and you ask for some of those documents right out of the gate and the prospect shuts you down. Why are they shutting you down? Well, again, we can go back to the idea that maybe you're asking for too much information. 
But if you're only asking for a payroll report and a workers' comp declaration page, which is very, very easy to find in most cases, and you are getting pushback from your prospect, you have to go back to our original concern over, is this prospect actually that engaged in the potential of a PEO partnership? Do not push back on the idea of document collection. You wanna push back on the idea of engagement. So think about it again from our first date perspective. You get to the end of your first date, you have had a great time, you really like this person, you've just had dinner or drinks or a movie with, and you say, I'd love to see you again, and they become wishy-washy. Maybe, I don't know, I'll think about it, whatever, whatever the response is. Your response at that point would not be to attempt to push harder on the date. You wouldn't say, come on, let's go on another date, I really want you to go on that second date with me. You would actually say, well, what did I do wrong? What have I missed during this date? Did I not create the type of engagement I wanted with this person where they would want to have a second date with me? Your issue when you are getting pushback on documents, again, is not that the person doesn't want to give you the documents, although we've just addressed that potential issue by simplifying document collection to the analysis and only asking for a couple of pieces of information after our IM. If they are refusing just to give those two basic pieces of information, the issue is engagement not documents. Go back and ask very simply, what have I done wrong? What have I missed during my conversation? Mr. and Mrs. Prospect, you seem like a great company that, that we would love to do some business with. You look a lot like the companies that, that I've worked with in the past. I would love to see us move through the sales process. You've committed to having another meeting with me. Help me understand what concerns do you have around giving me those documents because it seems to me like you're very interested. You're going to find that they are not going to have an issue with the documents. They're going to have an issue with whether or not they truly believe that the PEO solution or the PEO partnership is to their benefit. And in order to get around that, you're going to have to go back into your PEO story. Did you really create alignment through talking about the whys of their business and the why of the PEO? Did you explain the three solutions of PEO? Cost control, risk mitigation, improved productivity. Did you create collaboration by the idea of a mutual evaluating sales process? Lean back on that information, not on the documents. The problem we have in our sales process today with many, many PEO sales professionals is that they are fighting the wrong fight. You are fighting document collection. You need to be fighting engagement, interest, excitement over the idea of PEO. And that is one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give to you. So to wrap all of this up, what I want to do is just re-highlight those, those techniques or ways to approach document collection a little bit differently than the standard method of document collection, which again, always seems to be this, this idea that PEOs have that after conducting your initial meeting, you're just asking for a slew of information from your prospect. So the two kind of ways that we've addressed changing that process to simplify it for yourself as well as your prospect, first things first, the reason that you are not getting documents from your prospect is not generally, not generally an issue with the documents themselves, but it's an issue with the engagement or the level of interest the prospect has with the PEO partnership. Rather than hounding your prospect for documents, reminding them of the need of documents, asking where they are, asking who else can get them for you, focus instead on creating further engagement or further interest in the, in the PEO solution, the PEO partnership, 
hone in on that instead of on the documents. To do that, find a piece of information, find some relative collateral, find some business information that you might have that might be of relevance to your prospect and reintroduce that to create further engagement. Secondly, don't ask for all of the information up front. I like to ask for the workers' comp declaration page and the payroll report after the initial meeting and use the remainder of the sales process, particularly the analysis, to make the remaining document collection a smoother, more seamless approach as opposed to scaring the prospect right out of the gate by asking for all of that information up front. Those are the two key tips or tricks I can give to document collection to make it easier focus on engagement as a reason why you're not getting any documents and using the sales process and analysis to make it easier for the prospect to gather that information for you. I hope this has been a helpful episode on the Selling From Why podcast. I hope this helps many of you out there with your struggle for document collection. If you have any further questions or feedback for me, feel free to send me emails at my email address within my profile. Again, this is Andrew James. This is the Selling From Why podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And as always, for those of you interested in going deeper into the sales method and sales process I've created, feel free to jump online, go to Amazon, go to the Kindle Marketplace, buy my book, Selling From Why. I know it's a shameless plug here, but I have to do it. Buy my book, Selling From Why. It's available on those marketplaces. And again, thanks for listening and happy selling.